Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here for the Fightful.com podcast, November 11th edition. I was originally going to do this as a Fightful news update. Sometimes I do that when we go a little while without a podcast and stuff, but I can stretch this out to 20 or so minutes. Who who the hell cares? Maybe a little bit longer. Uh, Obviously, Vince Russo not with us. If you've missed the other shows this week, uh, as I mentioned, Vince, after some things that happened in his life, wasn't interested in covering pro wrestling anymore. Completely understandable. He is still doing stuff with the Realm Network and Podcast One. Uh, so you can catch him there. But uh, best wishes to Vince Russo. And we didn't want to rush somebody else into the Friday slot. Like, we didn't want to scramble and be like, oh, we got to get somebody here now. We want to get the right person for Fightful.com. So I'm, I'm talking to several names about a Friday podcast. So you have that to look forward to. What you don't have to look forward to is um, Donald Cerrone. At 205. It's not happening. He's not fighting at UFC 205. Bummer. It sucks. Uh, Kelvin Gastelum missed weight monumentally again. Third time he's missed weight. This is something that Joe and I had speculated would happen. Also, Tiago Alves missed weight, something Joe and I speculated would happen. Uh, neither one of them belong in the weight division they were trying to make. This is the 10th weigh-in that Kelvin Gastelum has had as a UFC fighter. Only five of them has he actually made the 170-pound mark. Now, two of those were because he fought at middleweight, a weight division that he should have competed in to begin with. So that, that tells you plenty. Also, worth noting, I think Kelvin Gastelum is something like 5-0 and or 6-0 and between the Ultimate Fighter and the UFC as a middleweight. So I don't know what his big problem is about actually fighting at middleweight. I don't understand it. No, actually, he is 6-0 and in the UFC and Ultimate Fighter as a 185-pounder. Dana White says he will never fight at welterweight again. That's a good move. You had Gerald Harris, Jorge Masvidal, all kinds of people that volunteered to, to take the fight on short notice. Uh, it's unprofessional. 
It's a joke. That's scrub level stuff. It, you, you can't do that. You cannot do that at this stage. This is the biggest UFC show of all time, and two people missed weight, one of which had a weight that they have never made before. You had another did, that didn't have his medicals done or had issues with his medicals. That cannot happen on this show. You have three fights, two fights pulled, one tainted. Now, as a journalist, selfishly on the East Coast, I'm not that upset with this because I get to go to bed a little bit earlier. I get to bring you the podcast a little bit earlier. Uh, the show's not going to end at 2 a.m. as it was scheduled. It will end probably at about 1 a.m. Because the main card will proceed with five fights. Right call for the UFC. Thank them for doing that. As someone on the East Coast. Donald Cerrone, however, as Fightful.com reported earlier, he will be facing Matt Brown at UFC 206. So the Make UFC 206 Great Again campaign is in full effect as they have picked up in the last two days, two or three days, Tim Kennedy versus Rashad Evans and Matt Brown versus Donald Cerrone. Now, there, there's no word on what will happen to Matt Brown's fight with Tarek Safadine, but uh, I was talking with 777, one of our mods earlier. She said that there's a, a slot open on the UFC 207 main card. And they could fill out the main card with what they had. They have Nunez Rousey, Cruz Garbrandt, Fabricio Verdum, Cain Velazquez, Hendricks Magny, Safadine Brown. Uh, or not Safadine Brown, uh, Dillashaw Lineker. Now, here's the issue. With the cast you have there, namely Cruz, Velazquez, Hendricks, you might as well just add another decent fight on there because I fully expect one of those fights to fall out. Completely expected. So, yeah, no Donald Cerrone tomorrow night. He was disheartened. He was heartbroken. Uh, as Carlos Toro, one of our lead boxing writer, says in the YouTube chat, he says the punishment for missing weight should be more severe than what it currently is. Yeah, he came, over, came in 10 pounds overweight. 10 pounds overweight. It makes you think he didn't even try. Like, I, I half wonder if he just expected Donald Cerrone to take the fight. Now, I don't know if Donald Cerrone wanted to still take the fight, but I know that he said that if he was told that it'd be at 175, he could have planned accordingly and the fight would have went on. But Donald Cerrone has a title shot to keep in mind. Like, he's right there. He's on the cusp. A win over Kelvin Gastelum would have put him in the mix. And, hey, you never know. Between now and tomorrow, Stephen Thompson could slip on a banana peel and crack his head open. I hope that doesn't happen. But if that happens, you damn well better believe Donald Cerrone's fighting on that show tomorrow. Because he will happily face one Tyron Woodley. Got a, a few other news bits to get into. Yeah, the Tiago Alves thing. He missed weight at 170. What in the hell made him think that he could get to 155? I don't know if it was the USADA thing. I don't want to speculate. But he's been out of the cage for a year and a half. He shows up today. And it's like he didn't even try. What the hell? What the hell are you all doing? There are people who would kill for that spot. Who deserve that spot. Who would kill for that spot. I don't know. Fortunately, the Cerrone fight, losing that, it does hurt. It absolutely hurts to lose the Cerrone fight off of 205. 
but it's still the most stacked card of all time. So we can live with it. We can live with it. A couple of things I wanted to address. Uh, there was a report recently that LeBron James didn't meet with The Undertaker backstage at the Quicken Loans Arena because he didn't like people trying to make a name off of him. Well, I reached out. I have some contacts within the NBA, actually. Didn't think I'd ever be able to utilize those. Uh, They said that absolutely was not the case with LeBron James. He simply didn't have the time to do it. So there's no heat with LeBron James and the WWE or The Undertaker, as someone had reported. It's just, it was opening night. LeBron James apparently wanted to have his head in the right space. And he reacted accordingly. Now, I'm sure the WWE would have loved that photo op with The Undertaker, but no heat from what I heard. And this is a very, very, very reputable source that I got this information from. Also, from a reputable source, I've heard the WWE maybe is backtracking or not too happy with some of the recent hires. And I say recent, maybe over the past year or so, as it pertains to some of their their female interviewers. Because... The person who told me this says they all almost look the same. Now I haven't really put that much thought into it. I mean, some of them look pretty similar, but I mean, I can tell, I can tell the difference between a Charlie Caruso and a Dasha Fuentes. But another issue was that they thought that some of them weren't picking up the knowledge of the wrestling business quick enough, that they weren't putting enough work in in that regard. Now I don't know if that'll have any ramifications. That's just what I was told. Uh, I'll have a report on that sometime this weekend on Fightful.com as I get more information. Obviously, UFC 205 takes precedence, and I would really like to find out some more information before I go and report any additional details. If you all haven't noticed, Alex Palowski has been publishing a lot more stuff this week. He started with us as an associate editor. He has a great story about Seth Rollins crashing Chris Jericho's in-ring birthday party. That's fun. That European tour. Roman Reigns got sent home, by the way. Still working to find out what the hell's going on there. It was not an injury. It was not a wellness policy violation. But he is off of the the European tour now. So that, that's a blow to that tour, for sure. That's a big draw off of that show. Also, I was on the NXT media conference call with Triple H today. That was interesting. He made sure to specify Shawn Michaels is not the head of the WWE Performance Center. Not the case. Uh, Matt Bloom still is. And I've heard, like, rave reviews. That Yeah, somebody says uh, there are reports that it was family issues with Roman Reigns. Yeah, I've heard that too, but, I mean, I've not heard any specifics, rather. Um Triple H specified that Matt Bloom is still the head of the Performance Center. Shawn Michaels, by all accounts, gets to work pretty much when he wants to and do what he wants to, what he wants to do there. So uh, that's good for him. And it's good for everybody involved, too. You get Shawn Michaels when he's passionate, and he's really going to help some people. Hey, you don't believe me? Go ask Brian Kendrick or or, uh, Daniel Bryan. I mean, they weren't. They maybe weren't the most instrumental in training, in their training. He wasn't, but because I mean, I know Daniel Bryan picked up a lot of stuff with the New Japan Dojo and stuff like that. Triple H denied the Mickey James Oscar rumor. 
saying that triple or that Trish Stratus was in the running before she was pregnant. He said that Oscar uh, was always the or, uh, that Mickey James was always the person they wanted for that spot. Now, Mickey James was not on good terms with the WWE for a long time. Some speculated that it might be because of uh, because of her past relationship with John Cena, but. They seem to let a lot of that kind of stuff go. I mean, Kenny Dykstra's been back, and he – I don't want to say he had heat with John Cena, but he said that John Cena politicked with him, and he had been public about his comments regarding John Cena, and he was on the same brand. Now, granted, John Cena was not around. Uh, Triple H also said that even he can't take in all of the programming WWE does weekly. What does that tell you? And they're adding a new show. So you have three hours of Raw, two hours of SmackDown, an hour of 205 Live, an hour of NXT. If you watch Main Event and Superstars, that's two more hours. You get a half an hour of Talking Smack and a half an hour of Raw pre-show. That's 10 hours. You add in that half hour for SmackDown pre-show, that's 10 and a half hours a week. Jeez, man. Now, condensed? If that were condensed, that'd be fine. Because really, if you watch all that programming and you watch it on DVR, Raw is about two hours long, maybe. Maybe, if you're really taking in Raw. SmackDown's maybe an hour and 15 minutes. NXT sometimes is 50 minutes. I don't know how 205 Live will go. And if you're watching Superstars and Main Event... Really, the only new programming on there is about 15 minutes worth. So if you condense it, maybe not so bad, but you're still pushing that eight, nine-hour mark, and that's rough. And uh, too much, too much. Billy Corgan has settled with Anthem and TNA. I I don't know. Good for TNA. I'm really happy. I know the people I've talked to, they are happy that they are going to get steady pay on time. That was made sure to clarify to me is that they were reassured that their their checks would be on time now, but they wanted Billy Corgan in charge. The TNA talents did. They did not want Dixie Carter in charge in any capacity. They didn't want her. They don't want her around. And I, I've mentioned on the show a few times there was one person that that wanted her around just to be thankful that she gave them a job. They don't want her around anymore. Nobody wants her around anymore. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Nobody I've spoken to, at least. I don't want to make generalizations. I, I hate when people do that. But nobody I've spoken to, and I've spoken to quite a few of those people. Hey, more power to TNA. Cockroaches in TNA. They'll survive through anything. But you know what? If Anthem and the Fight Network want to fund them, sure, why not? I hope they can turn it around. They claim they're going to do live events. That's never worked for them. Or maybe it did for a brief period in like 07, 08. I believe at one point they were self-sustainable, but I can't really remember. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, Dixie Carter, she got to go. And she'll just – they started to send out press releases again, which is a good move because they fired the last two people that would – like, and they don't – they don't have anybody in media. Like, here's what they would do. TNA used to contact us in the media, especially with Destination America. That's when it really started. With Destination America, they would contact us in the media and say, hey, would you like to interview – say Rockstar Spud or Drew Galloway or Eli Drake, we'd say, hell yeah, we would. And they would set up something because they would want us to promote an upcoming impact or an upcoming pay-per-view, anything that, anything like that, they would want us to promote. Well, um, let's see. Amy Zach is the person I used to get those emails from. All of a sudden she's gone. I didn't know. I was still sending her emails. Hey, uh, is anybody eligible for interviews to promote Slammiversary? You know, it's like a, it's like a trade off. They get they get promotion for their show. We get content for our sites. This was last year. Nope, no response. I'm like, well, what happened there? Well, I guess Amy Zach isn't with the company anymore. I don't know, but you don't get those emails. All of a sudden, Eric Barnes is the guy who's sending those out. Well. You stop getting those. You message Eric. Well, Eric, what's up? Well, I'm not with the company anymore. Okay. That sucks. Now we get him from a new person who is like the listed as the executive assistant of Dixie Carter. Good. I'm glad they're sending out press releases. This isn't an interview solicitation by any means. It was a press release, but getting press releases out for your Promotion is a good thing, and they weren't doing that for a long time. And their numbers have stayed, I don't want to say steady. They've, they've fluctuated, but for their time slot on the network they're on, they, they've been okay. They've been a lot better than the Tuesday night numbers. Uh, go to our exclusive section on Fightful.com. Brandon Howard has a really, really good um, analysis on that. So check that out because – no, nobody breaks that stuff down better than Brandon Howard. And last weekend, we had so many exclusives. It was insane. Like, we had stuff from Vince Russo. We had Matt Riddle's contract details. We had Showdown Joe breaking down the art of the pay-per-view. We had Phil Davis and Liam McGeary, Scott Coker, Marlos Kunin, all kinds of stuff, man. All kinds of stuff. Also, of course, Anna Bowert's got a new segment coming out. She joined us on the 100th edition of the Fightful.com podcast on Monday. Oh, speaking of, we're on iTunes now. Quit your bitching. We're on iTunes now. There's a link on the Fightful.com Twitter. It's at Fightful Online. There's a link on my Twitter, at Sean Ross Sapp. So, yeah, we are on iTunes now. 
Somebody says, hey, are you doing an early podcast tomorrow for Evolve Wrestling? No, we are not. I am doing a podcast after UFC 205. Somebody says, we need to get Carlos on a podcast with SRS and Brandon Howard. Hey, that isn't uh, out of the question. I'd have to see how comfortable Carlos would be to do that. But if you want somebody to talk boxing, he's the guy to do it. He is the, the one person I would like to do that. Somebody said, do you think that Trump used DDP yoga when he was in WWE? If he used it, work, because now he's Hall of Famer and President. No, I don't think that Donald Trump has ever done yoga at all, ever in the history of ever. Ever. Even if there was a fire. I don't. <laughs> that press conference yesterday. Jeez, did you all watch that Conor McGregor press conference? Every time, like I'll talk to my wife and – these press conferences just come out of nowhere to me because I'm so drown, drowning in work. I'm always drowning in work. that they, they just creep up on me, and I'm like, oh, damn, i got to cover this. Conor McGregor shows up like 20 minutes late. Alvarez had already left by that point. He was like, let me know when my opponent's here. <laughs> we have an article up. It's, it's on our top bar uh, on Fightful. McGregor shows up. And pardon my language, it's going to be explicit from here on out on the episode. He said, sorry I'm late, I just don't give a fuck. It works for him. He grabs Eddie Alvarez's belt and sets it in front of him, which also has his belt there. Eddie Alvarez rushes on stage and grabs a belt, but it's not his belt. So these two are running around with each other's championships all weekend. All weekend long. They get personal. Eddie Alvarez demands an apology for Conor McGregor bringing up his wife and kids in trash talk. McGregor says, oh, yeah, you can suck these big Irish balls. And I quote, suck these big Irish balls, he says. He also tried to pick up a chair and hit Eddie Alvarez with it. I don't think he really wanted to, but it was hilarious. I laughed. I cried. I reacted. Man, that was crazy. Dana White's like (laughs) holding him back and stuff. And Tyron Woodley tweeted it later. And he says, when you know that, uh, when you know somebody will break it up, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Conor McGregor finds a way to one up himself on every single podcast. And Conor McGregor (laughs) replied to that and said, Twitter bitch, you'll do nothing to Tyron Woodley. Now, I see a lot of people that are like, oh, Tyron Woodley would just destroy Conor McGregor. He, sure, he's much bigger. You can't say that. You never know. You never know. I, would I pick him over McGregor? Yeah, I probably would. Uh, probably would, but uh, no. Somebody says Tyron Woodley would sleep uh, it, McGregor if the two would happen to face, or McGregor would sleep him. You do not know an MMA. You do not know an MMA. But you better believe if uh, Tyron Woodley wins that fight on Saturday, he's going to beg the UFC for that fight, as he should. As he should. Eddie Alvarez said that Conor McGregor's big announcement that he's been teasing is that that he's having two kids, and one of which isn't with his girlfriend. Like... Like, I mean, I get it. You're firing back because he talked about your family. But, I mean, that makes you a hypocrite, too. So, I mean, 
you either take the high road or you take the low road. And I mean, he did the same thing, but Eddie Alvarez's trash talk game is trash. It's real bad, but he is a formidable opponent, more than a formidable opponent. He could, he could knock out Alvarez or he could knock out McGregor quickly. Somebody says, how have they not just fired Kelvin Gastelum? How many times can you miss weight and still have a job? Well, they fired Anthony Johnson for it. If you remember, and you see where he's at now, he's completely revitalized his career. But that tells you something. They fired Anthony Johnson. Somebody says, did you catch the price tag on McGregor's coat? I did. That's, that's probably where he was. He probably went out and bought the damn coat on his way to the press conference and showed up late. Man, that guy. Shinya Aoki lost last night. Can't say I'm surprised. He's been facing a bunch of uh, scrubs over there in Japan for quite a while. He says that he wants to fight Eddie Alvarez again. I don't think that he would ever want to fight Eddie Alvarez again. I think Eddie Alvarez is a problem he does not want, given his track record of opponents. Sinkara kicked off of the Raw European Tour. Apparently he's traveling with SmackDown. I've reached out about this, but nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody likes to talk about these fights and stuff right after they happen. It's really weird. I guess it's not really weird. It's kind of, it's, you know, it's dressing room code, so it's not that weird. Sasha Banks says she is scared of Vince McMahon. I'd probably be scared of Vince McMahon, too, if he blamed a flat finish of a match on me for no reason, especially after, I mean, I had, you know, there were a lot of wrestling fans that were trashing that Charlotte-Sasha match, but then I had casual fans who had never, had not watched WWE in a long time. They loved the match. They thought it was awesome. They were shocked. Somebody said, Billy Corgan settled with TNA and Anthem. Thoughts? I already offered my thoughts. Yeah, Sin Cara also has to go to anger management classes. He probably should. I've heard he was a real nuisance on that tour, but I also heard that Chris Jericho almost had to expect to get swung on to even react. Cause I've heard that Chris Jericho wasn't as kind as people were saying, but did say, Hey, why don't you shut the fuck up? So maybe not that quote directly, but, uh, you know, if you say that to Sin Cara, you're probably going to get hit or at least swung on, but Chris Jericho ain't going to back down. Not a chance. He backs down. He didn't back down from Brock Lesnar. Kissing him on the forehead. Damn. Kevin Owens says that he would make Brock Lesnar his bitch. Huh. See how that works out for him. I love Kevin Owens. Fantastic wrestler. Baron Corbin is supposed to be sidelined through the Survivor Series pay-per-view on screen, but he's working live events in like Cardiff, beating people at that. Go figure. Go figure. Guys, check out Fightful.com. Share us on Facebook, Twitter, and Facebook groups. That really helps. You all don't understand. Like, whenever I see it comes across my timeline, somebody shared us in, like, WWE fans forever. It makes me very happy because a lot of people see that. It really helps us out. Uh, Reddit really helps out a lot, too. Also, go use our forums. We've been having a lot more activity on those. Very happy to see that. We're going to be running some contests for Phil Singer Games, for 
video games for books, signed books rather, DVDs, giveaways, and you have to register at Fightful.com for that. It's absolutely free. There's no credit card required. Anything like that, just go over there, register, enjoy. You'll get early access to some of our podcasts, some of our exclusive news stories. You'll get, uh, you'll be able to use our forums. All that. It's fun. It's fun. We have more things planned for you, obviously. Like, you know, this UFC 205 stuff, it's major. It's big. If you all don't even like MMA, come hang out on our live viewing party. Just, hey, just enjoy it. If you want to watch the show, watch the show. And our people, we have a very friendly community at uh, Fightful.com. So I would love for you all to come and enjoy the show. If you don't know about MMA, that's fine. Ask some questions. There are people like 777 who would love to to help educate you. Myself who would love to help educate you. A lot of people. We have a great MMA community, a great uh, wrestling community as well. Guys, I want to thank you so much. iTunes, it's there. You can download our stuff uh, via MP3 audio as well over at Fightful.com slash podcast. Until next time, guys. Tomorrow night after UFC 205.